Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to another episode of the podcast called The Dictionary. Yeah, I'm still at home. I'm working from home. Um, this is, uh, I'm taking a little break in the middle of the day. Uh, my wife works from home so she can hear everything that I'm saying. And usually I'm alone when I do this unless I have a guest who is actively involved. So this is very weird to me. Um, so let's just get through the words real fast. All right. The first word is, uh, it looks French. It is beau geste. I think that's how it's pronounced. First word, B-E-A-U. Second word, G-E-S-T. T-E, and it looks like it's pronounced jest, uh, because the pronunciation guide is spelled it uh, Z-H-E-S-T. This is a noun from 1900. One, a graceful or magnanimous gesture. Number two, an ingratiating conciliatory gesture. Yeah, this is French. It literally means beautiful gesture. Beau geste. Uh, next, we have beau ideal. Beau ideal. Uh, two words, same first word as the last one. Second word is I-D-E-A-L. This is a noun from 1786, the perfect type or model. Uh, again, this is French, beau ideal, and it means ideal beauty. Now we have the word Beaujolais, capital B-E-A-U-J-O-L-A-I-S. I'm spelling a lot of these because, uh, you know, not everybody's familiar with French words, so you might want to know how to spell it. This is a noun from 1836, a light, fruity red burgundy wine made from the Gamay grape. Gamay is G-A-M-A-Y. This is a French word, as I said, from Beaujolais, which is a region of eastern France. And then they call it a Beaujolais wine. Now we have Beaujolais Nouveau. So they've added the word Nouveau as a second word, N-O-U-V-E-A-U. This is a noun from 1971, a Beaujolais wine that is released shortly after a grape harvest and is sold for immediate consumption. Not later consumption, immediate consumption. Um, And then this is a French word that literally means new Beaujolais. I'm not exactly sure why this is new opposed to the other one, which is old. Uh, Is it made with a new style? Is the style the fact that you need to drink it right away? Um, Obviously, this was coined in 1971. The other one was 1836. Uh, So, you know, what happened in 1971? All right, our next word is Beaumont. Another French word. Second word is M-O-N-D-E. This is a noun from... 1673, the world of high society and fashion, a world that I am not a part of. This is French, and it literally means fine world, beau monde. Uh, Now we have the word butte, B-E-A-U-T. I believe there's another word that is pronounced the same way, B-U-T-T-E, but this one is basically the beginning of the word beautiful. It is the first form. It is a noun from 1866, and we just have the number four definition for the word beauty as the synonym, uh, which we will be getting to at the end of this episode. Uh, Now we have the second form of butte. It is an adjective from 1918. This is an Australian and New Zealand word, and uh, the synonym is the number two definition for excellent. So if you want to sound Australian and New Zealand, uh, New Zealandy, 
uh, Australian-y and you want to say the word excellent, I guess you could say butte. Any of my Australian and New Zealand listeners, please uh, chime in in whatever form you deem necessary. Now we have the word beauteous. It is an adjective from the 15th century. We have the synonym beautiful. You could also say beauteous. Beauteously is an adverb, and beauteousness is kind of a hard word to say, and it is a noun. Now we have the word beautician. It is a noun from 1924, and we have the synonym cosmetologist. Now, don't mistake that for the word cosmologist, because that's somebody who studies the cosmos and the universe and all that fun stuff. This is a cosmetologist, and it is made by combining the word beauty plus the suffix ishin, I-C-I-A-N, beautician. Now we have the word beautiful. There's a whole bunch of synonym information, and let's get into the definition part. It is an adjective from the 15th century. One, having qualities of beauty, exciting aesthetic pleasure. Number two, generally pleasing. Synonym is excellent. And beautifully is an adverb, and beautifulness is a noun. Now we have the synonym information. Beautiful, lovely, handsome, pretty, comely, or comely? Is it comely or comely? And fair mean exciting, sensuous, or aesthetic pleasure. Beautiful applies to whatever excites the keenest of pleasure to the senses and stirs emotion through the senses, as in beautiful mountain scenery. If you want to see some beautiful mountain scenery, I suggest that you take a trip to New Zealand whenever we can go travel again when this quarantine is over. Um, another amazing place, which is, uh, you know, arguably better, depending on how you look at it, is uh, Iceland. They've got waterfalls and volcanoes and mountains and everything, and it's crazy amazing. Um, okay, more synonym information. Lovely is close to beautiful, but applies to a narrower range of emotional excitation in suggesting the graceful, delicate, or exquisite, as in a lovely melody. Handsome suggests aesthetic pleasure due to proportion, symmetry, or elegance, as in a handsome Gregorian mansion, or Georgian mansion, not Gregorian. That's different. Pretty often applies to superficial or insubstantial attractiveness, as in a painter of conventionally pretty scenes. Comely is like handsome in suggesting uh, what is coolly approved rather than emotionally responded to, as in the comely grace of a dancer. And then finally, fair suggests beauty because of purity, flawlessness, or freshness, as in fair of face. Next is beautiful people, two words, noun from 1963, and it is often um, abbreviated or capitalized as BNP. Um, or maybe it's just saying that you can often capitalize the B and the P. Uh, so the definition is wealthy or famous people whose lifestyle is usually expensive and well-publicized. I am not one of these people. Next is beautify. It is a verb from 1526. First, we have the transitive definition, to make beautiful or add beauty to. And then we have the intransitive definition, to grow beautiful. A synonym is the word adorn. Uh, beautification is a noun, and beautifier is a noun. Uh, so the beautifier is the one who is beautifying the one 
who is being beautified, and they are doing the process of beautification. And then last, the last word for this episode is beauty, B-E-A-U-T-Y. This is a noun from the 14th century. Number one, the quality or aggregate of qualities in a person or thing that gives pleasure to the senses or pleasurably exalts the mind or spirit. Synonym is loveliness. Number two, a beautiful person or thing, especially a beautiful woman, a.k.a. my wife. Number three, a particularly graceful, ornamental, or excellent quality. Number four, a brilliant, extreme, or egregious example or instance. As in, that mistake was a beauty. And then number five, we have the number nine definition for the word bottom, B-O-T-T-O-M. And let's see, um, just real quick, one of our earlier words was butte, and the synonym was the number four definition for beauty, which is, just to remind you, a brilliant, extreme, or egregious example or instance. Ooh, that was a butte. That mistake was a butte. Um... What should be the word of the definition? No, the word of the definition. No, the word of the episode. Uh, I kind of want to pick one of these French words. Um, what was the one that I liked? <laughs> it was Sharon is talking to me. What did you say? The wine? Uh, Beaujolais. Uh, Beaujolais will be the word of the episode because it is wine, and Sharon likes wine, especially red wine, a light, fruity, red, burgundy wine made from the Gamay grape. I don't think we have any in the house right now. Uh, We might need to go pick some up uh, if we can figure out how to do that during this crazy, crazy time. By the way, happy uh, April 6th. This is, you know, I'm recording this days earlier. Um... And for any of you who care, um, I got a very, very nice message from a listener. Um, I will just say that your name is Janelle. Uh, I won't give you your full name, but this was a Facebook message that she sent me. Uh, She said, hey, Spencer, I stumbled across this podcast back at the end of January. Just wanted to say how great it is. I truly appreciate all of your little anecdotes. I never imagined that I would laugh out loud so much while learning the dictionary. Thanks. Also, which dictionary are you reading from? Uh, so thank you, Janelle. That was extremely kind. I, As I said in my reply to you, uh, you put a huge smile on my face. I am shocked that people are listening to this podcast at all. Um, and I've been getting a few of these messages recently. So that really brightened my day. Uh, so thank you. Uh, I hope to all of you are, I hope you're all doing well and you're staying away from people and you're washing your hands. And like I've said before, if you can help somebody in any way, either, um, you know, helping a senior citizen go pick up their food, their medication, uh, because it's a lot harder for them to leave the house. And, uh, you know, if they are exposed to the coronavirus, that's a lot more likely that they're going to get it. Anybody who's immunosuppressed. Um, and, you know, if you've got a few bucks to spare, you know, help uh, donate it. Donate it to to someplace in need, a, a restaurant. All restaurants are struggling. A lot of places are struggling right now. Uh, just do what you can to help people in this very weird time. Uh, we've never seen anything. We haven't seen anything like this in probably over a century. Um, so I'm guessing none of us were alive the last time something like this happened. Uh, so that's it. I want to thank you all for listening. And uh, all the contact info is in the episode description if you want to say hi rate and review. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Thanks and goodbye.